On today's show, we're going to hit on a few more sales tips, strategies, mindsets, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I want to help you get better at, at your selling and negotiating your uh, your way through. So the wonderful thing about the sales profession, the wonderful thing about the things, the, the skills that we're talking about is, is you can use these in every area of your life. So uh, what you do is you basically take some of these techniques, these skills, and bend them into whatever profession or whatever the 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 calling is at the moment uh, in your life. So let's run through these real quick. So it's it's just three of them. So it won't take us long. So tip number one: the curse of the repeat customer. <laughs> so look, once you're in the sales game for a minute and, and you've done a really good job, then customers are customers are going to come back to you. Because remember this, people uh, people customers they starve to have a trusted salesperson. So they 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 want somebody in the sales industry, someone that who they can buy from, who offers them a level of service uh, before, through, and 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 after the time of sale. And it's important, so important that you build that trust and credibility. But 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 here's the curse: when they come back, yes, it's a relationship that's been developed. But you got to treat your offer as if the guys, as if the customer, man, that they're brand new. Too often, we salespeople, what we do is, is we treat the repeat customer as an afterthought. We don't show them the product like we would have if it were a brand new customer. Show your product or your level of service or your service that you have to offer. Show it as if they're brand new, but make them feel as if they're an old friend. And and often what happens is often because they're repeats, what we do is we kind of we we point at the product, or 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 we kind of half-ass kind of show it. We we are we throwing the keys to the truck. We do things as if the product is just supposed to sell itself, as if the repeat customer has to figure it out themselves. See, here's the thing: we put too much stock in the relationship that's already been formed, and we take for granted that they'll just that they'll just naturally buy from you again. And whether you're in sales or are you just provide a service don't don't put your repeat customers on the back burner give them the brand new attention that they deserve hell that's why they came that's why they bought from you from the first time because what what happens is the first time is is you listen to them you matched your your service or your product to their need and then you follow through after the sale as well let me ask you this would would you buy a loved one a gift and just throw it up on the on the table in, in the bag that you bought it in would you would you throw it up on the on the table unwrapped in a Walmart bag no because the gift is not just the gift the gift is also in the presentation it's the way you give it it's how it's packaged and it's also when they unwrap it it's the excitement of when they open it how it aligns to their wants and needs Dude, it's the same thing with your customer. See, the the what you offer, the reason why salespeople or good salespeople are so good, it's all in how they package themselves. It's all in the presentation and the ritual. And customers, they eat that up. They want that. And so just because they come back to you, man, don't ever lose that. Continue to give them that packaging, that excitement, that wow factor. Tip number two, if they don't buy from you now, they may later. If they don't buy from you now, your customer may buy from you later. Look, dude, stop being an asshole. I've seen so many sweet, 
laughable, sincere salespeople just turn satanic the minute uh, they find out the customer didn't buy from them. I mean, dude, they'll slam down the phone. They'll rip off the door, off the hinges. They'll they'll yell out, you know, among other salespeople, I hope that customer dies from stomach cancer. <laughs> they do all, dude, they just turn into, to, I don't know which one it is, Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde, whichever one that is the bad one. Okay, so look, they didn't buy from you, but they may be in the future. And the way you act from here will determine if you even get a shot later. Stop acting like a damn three-year-old. Yeah, I know it hurts. Your butt hurt about it. But guess what? It's just your ego. There's more customers out there. But what you got to do in this situation, get some feedback. While you got the customer on the phone or while the customer's in front of you and you catch them in service or whatever and you didn't sell it to them, Man, how'd you miss the sale? Find out. Get some good feedback from that. What could you have done differently? Let me repeat that. What could you have done differently? Don't get all in this conspiracy theory as if your manager blew your deal for you. Okay, maybe he didn't do things right. Maybe there were some things, but I'm not really worried about that. You can only control the controllables. What are some adjustments that you personally could have made in the in into in the sale? What are some personal adjustments that you could have negotiated better? Maybe what happened is is if you really took an honest assessment, maybe you were on too much vehicle maybe you were on too much product and it didn't match their budget and and maybe you were blinded to that maybe you got too emotionally blinded in the deal itself or hell maybe you just gave off a bad vibe because you've been you've been yelling at bay you know for the last week and you just gave off some bad juju so they they just didn't want anything to do with you no matter what man be gracious offer and and here's the thing offer service to them even when they didn't buy from you do it Take care of them because uh, take care of them because they're going to need servicing. And then the other thing is, here's what's key. Stay in touch with them even when they didn't buy from you. Every few months, every quarter or so, stay in touch with them because guess what? Needs change. Life happens. Life gets in the way and something else changes and their needs may change. But how you acted, were you gracious all throughout, will determine if you get a shot the next time. And then the last tip is, tip number three is, for today is, 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 look, I'm a big believer in aligning yourself with your customers that you're working with. Look, your body language, your, your, your voice tonality, uh, the words you use. Look, if they use big words, then yes, you got to ratchet up. Don't use any slang. Okay. If they use just common everyday language, well, you got to use that too. See, in, in, in sales, in sales, it's so important that you, you've got to be one of those, quote, he gets me. That's what makes great salespeople, uh, well, great. So you've got to be that he gets me kind of salesperson. But but one of the few times that you should do exactly opposite of your customer is when they're when they're when they're acting like they're rushed. I mean, many times, especially with big ticket items, what the what customers will do is is they're fearful, and so they'll they'll mask their fear, they'll package their fear in in being pressed for time. They'll say, "Oh, I, I got I got ten minutes before I I, I got to be at a meeting." Um, look, dude, I've had customers come in saying that their wife's in labor. They just came to swing by and look at look at a vehicle. I'm like, dude, what? So it, it's just fear. And you got to tell yourself that most of the time, that's what it is. Don't fall for it. Yes, acknowledge their time schedule, but don't don't follow that down that rabbit hole. So don't let what they're what they're doing or what they're showing. Don't let that those kind of things hijack your process emotionally. 
That's what. That's why you need to know. You need to know good questions to ask. Number one, why are they here? What do they need their next their their next product to do? And then you got to know your product and how it and how it and match your offer and match your product to what they need. You got to maximize the efficiency, dude. But I, I've seen so many times salespeople they just blow deals because they 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 get this get in this real hurriedness. They see the customer hurry, so they hurry too. Well, what happens? You start skipping steps and end up blowing your deal. See what happens is 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 you didn't fully listen. You just you took the feed and you tried to jam a sale through, and and you ended up blowing it. Look, don't match their nervous energy. Work your process, ask your questions, and then maintain your composure and then also maintain your leverage as well. Look, you need time to explore all available options, especially the, the higher item that you, that you uh, sell. Okay, the bigger the ticket item, the more time that you need to explore all available options. Don't give up your leverage by uh, of, of being able to explain how your options will, will fit their needs because they got to be in a meeting in five minutes. And man, sometimes what it is, is it's keeping it real, bro. Sometimes it's saying, look, this is a big investment, Mr. Customer. This is a big decision for you. And one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to rush through all of the, the process or the options and end up this being a, uh, being a regret for you and this not being the right fit for you. You know what, Mr. Customer? Maybe we're not the right fit, but we need time to realize and time to explore all the options to, to see if we're a good fit for you or not. And then sometimes it's doing a little bit of the legwork now in between, but then, but then also maintaining your leverage so that way you guys can sit down and, and, and hammer the, the final details out. So that's your three tips for today. Practice them, go back over them, use them, apply them, and become more successful in life. Remember this, no matter what happens in life, everything in life is negotiable. And the greatest sale that you're ever going to make is to sell you on you. You know why? Say it with me now, because you're more than enough. Go look in the mirror today and say that. I am more than enough. I am more than enough. And if a customer doesn't buy from you today, hey, they just don't see the value. Hey, much love to you. Hit me up at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com, thesaleslife and the number one at gmail.com. If you have some sales questions or some, 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 uh, some situations that are maybe coming up even in the sales profession itself, Throw me an email, man. I'll be more than happy to uh, to 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 work those questions through, either even answer them personally, or maybe we'll even put it in the show as well, and we'll also give you credit on that as well. So, until next time, I'm Marsh Bice, and I'll see you next time on the Sales Life.